You're listening to the Canterbury Mornings Podcast with John McDonald from Newstalk ZB. Now, I don't know about you, but whenever I take a car in for a warrant, and I usually go to um, somewhere like VTNZ, probably because I've got this thing in my head, uh, that the one thing they are there to do is to check vehicles, not drum up business for mechanical work. Might be just in my head, who knows. So when I go there, invariably, I decide to stick around and uh, head straight to the waiting area. And if it's at one of those places where you can see the workshop, I I try to resist watching. <sighs> I try, but I can't help it. So I see my car at the front of the queue, and I watch one of the inspectors get the keys off the board and make their way up to it. And I say make their way up to it specifically because no one no one's ever in a hurry at those places, are they? You know, cars queued out onto the street, more and more people streaming into the waiting area. But you know, a warrant is not something to be rushed. And so once the um, guy or the woman in the overalls gets behind the wheel, they crank the car up and they drive into the workshop and then they slam on the brakes. And I'm watching and I think, well, that stopped pretty quickly. Oh, that'll be a tick for the brakes, surely, hopefully. But it's at this point where the imagination cranks into full gear. I watch them go underneath with their torches to inspect the chassis. And I imagine that they're seeing the worst case of vehicle rust I've ever seen, the kind of thing that they'll talk about for years. I mean, I know the rust isn't there, but I imagine that suddenly the whole thing's full of it. And then I see them looking at the wheel area, and I imagine that they can see the axles about to split in half. Or they see one of the wheels is about to fall off. And so on and so on. I just can't help myself. If I can see into the workshop, I watch the whole thing and I think the worst possible scenarios the whole time. Because you hear stories, don't you? You hear stories about someone went for a warrant and walked out with a repair bill worth hundreds, if not thousands. So all this turmoil is going on in my head. And I'm trying to look as cool as anything. And I I toy with the idea of sitting down and flicking through that hot rod magazine on the table next to the water cooler, but I can't do it. I just stare through the glass at the train wreck happening right in front of me and in my head. And then after what seems like forever, the car is driven out of the workshop and parked out the back somewhere. And one of the inspectors picks up the clipboard and heads in my direction. Or kind of in my direction. They head back into the office. But why, why haven't they come straight into the waiting area? I mean, I knew it. I knew it. The inspector isn't in the waiting room because they're behind the counter in the office writing the full list of all the things wrong with the car. Fail, fail, fail. I knew it. I could just tell from that serious look on the chops. Oh, this is not going to be good. And, and then they appear. And they're coming down the hallway to the waiting area. Look calm, John. Look calm. But everything goes slow motion, like time is almost standing still. Just just tell me, tell me, I know it's going to cost thousands, just tell me. And then they speak. They say, the blue Toyota. Yep, that's me. Oh, everything's pretty good, just keep an eye on that front left tyre. Might need replacing before the next warrant, but you're good to go. And at that point, at that point, I just want to kiss them. Sound familiar to you? It's a scene that plays out right across Canterbury, day in, day out. The old warrant of fitness check. 
a process or a system that you may have heard that the Motor Trade Association is saying today needs an overhaul. So it's put out a challenge to whoever forms the next government to take a serious look at the way we check whether the vehicles on our roads are up to scratch. It thinks we're way too slack. And one of its main bones of contention is the fact that old rust buckets don't have to be checked over any more often than brand new vehicles. And I agree, I reckon that's nut bar, don't you? And so it wants cars older than 15 years to get a warrant every six months instead of every 12 months. It says at the moment we apply the same testing to cars that are, say, five years old as we do to cars that are 25 years old. And it's backing this up with stats. It says uh, the stats show that 46% of vehicles fail their warrant first time round, and the state of our vehicles is a much greater cause of fatal crashes than it used to be. So it wants six monthly warrants for older cars, and I think that is a brilliant idea. The other thing the Motor Trade Association wants the next government to do is to help low-income families pay for a warrant on their car. And I know, I can hear it already. There will be people saying, that is nanny state. And if people have got a vehicle, it's their responsibility to get a warrant and their responsibility to pay for it themselves. But hold on a sec. If there are unsafe cars on the road, partly because some people just can't afford a warrant, then why not do something about it and help these people out? And I reckon that would be a much better spend of taxpayer money than other things. Other things, like our old mates, the old Road to Zero ads that we love so much. For more from Canterbury Mornings with John McDonald, listen live to News Talks at B Christchurch from 9am weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.